Welcome to Morning Prayers. Today we welcome our friends from Dudley House for Senior Talks. We will begin today's service with a responsive reading from the Black Appleton Chapel Psalter, Psalm Selection number 94, found on page 47. Please stand as you are able. O Lord, you God of vengeance, you God of vengeance, shine forth. Rise up, O judge of the earth, give to the proud what they deserve. O Lord, how long shall the wicked, how long shall the wicked exalt? They pour out their arrogant words, all the evildoers boast. When I thought, my foot is slipping, your steadfast love, O Lord, held me up. Can wicked rulers be allied with you, those who contrive mischief by statute? They dance together against the light of the righteous, and condemn the innocent to death. But the Lord has become my stronghold, and my God the rock of my refuge. He You may take your seats.
Today's inspired reading comes from Roman chapter 12, verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable. It is the late 1960s. Eileen Jackson Southern, the first black woman to be appointed as a tenure professor at Harvard University, is typing a letter to Professor Sigmund Lovery, one of her former professors at University of Chicago, who she now works alongside within the music department at Brooklyn College. With detached professional formality, Southern attempts to explain to her senior why she must be excused from their planned lunch engagement. She writes, this briefly is the situation. After nine years of association with Brooklyn College, I feel completely alienated, unwanted, and worse, unneeded. Moreover, I have no hope for a change in conditions in the future. Now, it is a matter of survival for me as a teacher and as a human being. If I'm to continue, I simply must avoid all unnecessary contacts with persons who consciously or unconsciously, contribute to the further lowering of my self-esteem. I'm sorry if this makes my colleagues uncomfortable, but I repeat, it is a matter of survival for me. Second, I do not want to discuss the situation, for there is obviously nothing that can be done. It is for the second reason that I would like to be excused from our proposed lunch engagement. I do hope you understand. These words were read to me by a friend of mine yesterday afternoon as we sat in the music department graduate student lounge. I came there in preparation for an individual meeting with a professor whose class I had not been present to in weeks. In the past, I've heard many people cite my capability of holding everything together, balancing academic demands with extracurriculars, with social life, with activism, with anything and everything else, and somehow seem completely unfazed in the process. In the process. I too tend to perceive my peers, especially those I admire in a similar way, but this denies everyone the truth. The truth that I, alongside many others, experience life with a certain level of brokenness. My deeply insightful friend Ruben Reyes managed to touch the essence of this brokenness in his own writing. Brokenness is the feeling we get at rock bottom, a blend of despair, a sense of ineptitude, and with it, misassignments, piling absences, de debilitating stress, and emotional exhaustion follow. Where does this pain come from? What is there to say about it? How can it be explained? We live in a world where violence asserts its presence in every corner of the earth, and pain is an unnamed axiom of the human experience. Violence, I found, is impossible to translate or explain. It is lodged within us, no matter who we are, some bodies more viscerally than others. And its weight emerges in the moments our spirits become increasingly vulnerable, whether that is due to the structures and systems built to oppress or the wars that wage within our own minds. I was largely taught that in order to get on with the daily responsibilities of work and life, such despair needed to be silenced, ignored, or unnamed. In many ways, the brute emotional strength required to do so is absolutely necessary to survive. 
It is how generations of enslaved populations raised families amidst inconceivable atrocities. It is how my life is possible as my parents faced the rise of totalitarian governments in Ethiopia, neo-Nazi movements in former East Germany, and continual racial discrimination in the US to support their children. With this strength as a model, it is frightening and easy to look at my own failures, my frequent inability to utilize what feels like the bounty of resources offered by the Harvard of Education, and ask myself with shame, what is wrong with me? Why can't you just pull yourself together? I read Southern's words to tell myself, nothing is wrong with you. To shift the pressure of functioning effectively, which is a hallmark in a culture that values human productivity over human life and freedom, and to reveal the true responsibility we have to honor and care for ourselves. In the midst of a world that often, that often demands sacrifices of mental and emotional well-being, what does it mean to extend these expressions of love towards the most intimate roots parts of our spirit? It means embracing, embracing emotions rather than pushing them away or down below the surface. It means refusing to be ashamed by the limitations that carry important aspects of our humanity. It means demanding that those you interact with recognize and respect the necessary measures you take to treat your esteem and confidence with the inherent value that they possess, regardless of whether those people approach you with the sympathy and empathy you deserve. Ultimately, to renew your mind from the fractured state this world so often consigns it to, one must unapologetically allow for the necessary time, space, and practices that restore joy and peace. And as I move forward in life, I hope to treat myself with this compassion, and I pray that we can all leave this service inspired to extend such care to our precious and valuable selves. Thank you. Please join me in praying together the Lord's Prayer found on the back of your order of worship. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us sing together from our, the Crimson Harvard hymnal, My Soul Awake and Render, hymn number 36. Please stand as you are able.
Lord keep you from evil. And may the Lord keep you in your going out and in your coming in from this time on and forevermore. Amen.